This, 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 this. this is Sideline Buzz with your hosts Kyle Keplin and Aubrey Smith, bringing you weekly fantasy advice and top sports news. Let's get it. All right, welcome back. Episode welcome four. Back everybody. Yeah. Back from vacation. Yeah. Went to the uh, the uh, Cardinals Vikings game. That was a great game. That was a fucking tough loss. Yeah. Yeah, it was. We knew it was going to I predicted that in the first quarter, though. Yeah. I After they we were... missed that field goal, I was like, oh, boy. That's going to come back and bite them right. for sure. Um, we'll just get right into it. OBJ's coming back. Landry's out. Should be a lot of targets for OBJ. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, they're playing Chicago. Yep. so yep. Should be a good time. Right. Um, what do you What do you think? What kind of stat line do you think he's going to have? I think they're going to ease him into the offense. I don't think he's going to have a huge stat line but i think it's gonna be decent enough i'll be talking about it a little later here too okay okay yeah so i think it'll so be all right though we'll just get into it a little bit after this then um my next top story i want to talk about justin fields a little bit his first start as a rookie dalton's out with a left left knee injury uh fields was six for 13 last week when he came in 60 yards zero touchdowns one interception uh he was sacked twice uh, but they won over cincinnati they play Cleveland this week, though. So, I think Fields' uh, rushing rushing potential is better than his passing at the moment. I think he's a big, bigger threat as a rusher. Right. But, again, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, injuries. There's a lot of injuries this week. Done. It's it's crazy. Uh, Jesus. I might just go through the ones that did not practice. I and the ones that, that are on IR. The, the list is huge. I'm looking at it right the now. The limited it's, it's like ones. The limited ones are probably going to play. I mean, just keep an eye on them. But I'll just go through the did not practices and the outs and IRs. Yeah, if you're not stuff. sure, I would take. I'd pay attention yeah. to your team this week because there's a lot of injuries. So <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, you might have to do a little bit of your own research. There. Right. Okay, so I'll just start with D Hop. He didn't practice yesterday. Questionable with the rib injury. I, I'm sure he'll play. Yeah. Russell Gage for Atlanta. Questionable ankle. Did not practice yesterday. Um, then we'll go to Andy Dalton from Chicago. Obviously he's out with the, that knee injury. So, you know, just like, like we just said, Justin Fields is going to start. Um, let's see here. T Higgins, Cincinnati. He's questionable with a shoulder injury. Did not practice yesterday. That's going to be in- an interesting one. And I'll talk a little bit about, more about that when we're in our starts and sits. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that'll be one to watch. Uh, then we got Jarvis Landry for Cleveland. Like we just said, he's out. Uh, he got put on IR for that knee injury. So OBJ's first game back could be a lot of targets for him. How long are you out for an IR? Is that four weeks, six weeks? Three, I think. Three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's at least three. Uh, let's see here. Dallas, Amari Cooper, he's questionable. He's He did not practice either, but he's got a rib injury. He's hopeful to play. So that one's interesting also. Could be a big day for CeeDee Lamb. And it uh, looks like Dallas is playing... Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night or yeah Monday night right yep so keep an eye on that one he's gonna have a little bit more time to get prepared for this but you know definitely keep an eye on it uh then we got well there's a lot of receivers you know Noah Fant Tim Patrick and and Corton Sutton uh they're all limited yesterday and they all have injuries so just be on the lookout for that might be you know if, if some of those guys don't play it could be a big day for KJ Hamler they can um, then we go to Detroit. Uh, Tyrell Williams, he's doubtful with that concussion that he got in week one, I believe. So he's still doubtful for week three. 
Uh, then we go to Houston. That's just a nightmare. Nico Collins out. Danny Amendola out. Uh, Nico got put on the IR. Dan- Danny Amendola is dealing with a thigh issue. Tyrod Taylor's out with the hammy. He's on IR. So they're going to be starting David Mills. Rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. Um I'm gonna get a little bit more into that. In I'm gonna lie. I didn't even I didn't even know David Mills' name until yeah. So he Tyrod was a Stanford quarterback. He was quarterback for Stanford. He's a rookie. Um, so it'll be interesting. <laughs> and and Houston plays tonight against the Panthers. The Panthers are two and zero, and the Panthers are only giving up like 143 passing yards a game. Be a rough night for yeah, a rookie. That's rough. Rookie start. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, Indianapolis. Let's see here. Zach Pascal questionable with the illness, did not practice. Wentz questionable with those broken ankles. <laughs> Wait, it's not broken. They're, they're sprained. <laughs> sprained ankles. How uh, the hell do you sprain both ankles on the same play? I don't know. I I, I don't know. You know, we were at that game, and, and and we didn't really get to watch a lot of red zone and, and get caught up on a lot of the injuries. But, yeah, that's interesting. I <laughs> When I read that, because it was like <laughs> Wentz, <laughs> both ankles, and I'm like, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> I mean, I've sprained one ankle each right, time. Like yeah. I've never even come close to spraining two Both, yeah, that's at the a, same time. <laughs> you had to try. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, anyways, he didn't practice yesterday either. Uh, we'll go with O'Shaughnessy from Jacksonville tight end. He's out on IR with an ankle injury. I don't know if that really matters anyways. I don't think a lot of people have O'Shaughnessy. Uh, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. Questionable with a toe and ankle. He did not practice yesterday. Um... So he didn't play last week either, and Kenyon Drake got that start. Kenyon Drake got a and lot. Kenyon Drake of, actually got some. He got some pretty good points. So that'll be something to watch out for too, just to see how that develops. We could get a really, really big running back by committee timeshare fifty-fifty split, like legit. Once he does come back, so. yeah. If you have Josh Jacobs, hopefully you, yeah. you handcuff Kenyon Drake. Well, if you have Josh Jacobs, you got to hope Kenyon Kenyon Drake does shitty. Because, I mean, you don't want to go into a, yeah. a, a committee with that. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. from the Rams, questionable with rib injury, did not practice yesterday. They do have Sony Michelle. So, I mean, that is an option to pick up if he's still on your waiver, just to handcuff. Uh, let's see here. Miami, Tua, he's out, fractured ribs. So, he, he will not be playing. And then you got Will Fuller expected to make his debut. So that'll be kind of interesting. Will Fuller's one of those guys that just seems like he's constant IR. That, that's very true. He he's is. out for three, four games. Either that or he's suspended for some shit. <laughs> he's always suspended. Where the hell is that game? Miami. Oh, there it is, the Raiders. The Raiders are 2-0. and I'll get into that, too, a little bit later. I, I like them a lot. I think the Raiders smashed that game. Uh, where was I? Miami. Uh... Jets, Crowder, questionable with a groin, did not practice. Uh, Philadelphia Ertz, he's out with COVID. Uh, Pittsburgh, Big Ben, did not practice with a pectoral injury. Uh, He's questionable. And Deontay Johnson, questionable with a knee injury, did not practice either. San Francisco, we got uh, Elijah Mitchell, questionable with a shoulder injury, did not play. Uh, did not practice yesterday either. And then you had Trey Sermon also also limited yesterday on that concussion protocol. So that'll be – see how that comes out for their running backs because they got uh, hasty – who was that? Jam- what the hell is that one guy's name? For uh, – Well, for San Francisco, that running back. 
Um, Kenneth? No, 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 no. That Mostert? Jamichael Hasty or whatever his oh, name is. Yeah. Hasty's out. And then you got Jeff Wilson Jr. out and Raheed Mostert out. Mm-hmm. Raheem, Mars- Ma- Raheem Mostert. Mostert out. So <laughs> you're down to two running backs that are both questionable. I, I think Elijah Mitchell plays, I think. I think you're just saving him up. You think so? I think so. And he's just a, a, a rest I thing? think so. Okay. Uh, here's another interesting one. This is the last injury. Oh, no, it isn't. I got two over here. Tampa Bay, Antonio Brown is out for COVID. It's going to be a, a big uptick in targets for um, Godwin and Godwin Evans. And, Evans. and Gronk, Gronk that son of a bitch. You know, I'm sick of his shit, honestly. Sick of him. <laughs> Damn that guy. He, You know, he comes in and what did he have last week? I don't even know. He had a hell of a stat line, though. I think two weeks ago he had two touchdowns, didn't he? Something like that. He's been tearing up. He looks yeah. like Gronk of old right Yeah, now. exactly. Number one tight end is, is a guy that came out of retirement. Stupid. Tennessee, uh, Fersker, their tight end, questionable with a knee, did not practice yesterday. Uh, and then we got Washington, Curtis Samuel. He's out. He's on IR with a groin injury. And then, um, you know, obviously Fitzy's out. So we got Heineke starting there. Mm-hmm. But we'll move on to... What are we on? Crystal ball? Crystal ball. Crystal ball. What do you got? My beloved Minnesota Vikings, who I heartbrokenly watched them miss a field goal yet again. Yep. We'll go 0-3 versus Seattle. 0-3. I have a feeling they lose this game. They lose the next game against Cleveland. Zimmer is fired at week four. You think he's going to be fired Zimmer will at be fired. week four? After they lose to, after they lose to Cleveland. Right. Zimmer will get fired. See, that was my that was kind of my prediction too, honestly, because I'll have to go back here and because and, I was going to put this in my top stories, but uh, yeah. So I think, yeah, I agree. Zimmer Zimmer gets fired week five if they don't win a game. Because the other thing too is Zimmer prides himself on defense, and they're just getting fucking torched every right. game. They're giving up what thirty points a game. You, you can't yeah. you can't have shootouts every game. Your defense has to be able to hold somewhat. Right. And the Vikings just aren't. And he's supposed to be. A defensive guru. Defensive guru. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they spent too much money. Are they giving money to uh, Harrison Smith and Anthony Barr and all them? You know, did they spend too much money on those key guys when they could have kind of spread it around a little bit? Like, who knows? But right now, that defense looks like shit. Maybe they're putting too much faith into those guys. Maybe they aren't really as good as... I think they're good enough, but they're getting older. Like, true. You know, they're getting their seventh, eighth years Yeah, it's time to shit or get off the pot for, for the Vikings. Where Honestly. I was actually surprised Harrison Smith got a contract. Harrison Smith has to be right, right towards the end. While, you know? yeah. I mean, he's been there That's forever. True. Still a top safety, though. He is, but I mean, was he worth the money that they gave him? I mean, I love yeah, Harrison Smith. He's my favorite player on the Vikings right now, but right, I don't think he's worth the money that they paid him. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But knowing the Vikings, if they would have cut him, he would have signed with Seattle and probably won a Super Bowl. True. You know, uh, true, numbers. yeah. And, you know, then... So they're 0-2 to start the season. They come up with Seattle this week, right? Yeah, and I wanted to be a believer that they were going to, you know, be a tough team this year. Right. I got to jump off the bandwagon, buddy. I think you were right with they might only have three to four wins this year. Yeah, it's just their, not their looking good. Their schedule is tough. They have they play the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Ram or the Rams. Yep. Yeah, they they got a really tough schedule. That's why that's why I went with that three and three and fourteen. So they very may very may well be in the top. You know. Three, four picks of the draft. Right. Then, you know, they play, like I said, they play Seattle this week, but you got Cook, didn't even practice. 
like yesterday with an ankle injury that they're you know how Zimmer is with his is uh vague injury reports. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like uh Bilicek. You're not getting much out of him. You no. know what I mean? So, well, we were at the game, and J.J. Watt is the one that did that. He alligator, or what do you call it, gator rolled him? Oh, gator rolled him, yeah. And he was, you know, apologetic about it, but the Vikings players were pissed at him right. on the field. Yeah, you know, and that happened in the fourth quarter with, with you know, 10 minutes remaining. Mm-hmm. So that's big. That's big. So it'd be interesting to see what happens with Cook if he actually does come through and play. I think they're going to play him if he can, even if he's 80%. I must say, like, when we were walking through the parking lot, though, how cool is that environment in Arizona? Oh, the, yeah. the tailgating, like people, yeah, have, they're everywhere. They had TV set up in their trucks. Oh, and big tents, dude. That one, that one that we passed by had like what do you have? Six, six TVs. Had been, each one of those were what forty-seven inch TVs at least, and he had them set up like three on top of three. You know, it was it was fucking. Crazy. And not only that, I think the fans were pretty fucking cool to me. Like, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get you know razzed too bad. I heard, I heard a couple. You know, walking out of the stadium, I heard a couple. You know kind of pokes and yeah issues, but i mean but it was nothing like that was like holy shit i'm gonna fight you right now you oh know yeah I mean? it was it, it was, was it was fun i had a great time there yelling yeah yeah i thought it was a good environment there was a lot of vikings fans there it was about half holy the stadium I'd shit say. we got the skull chant rolling yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of purple a lot of purple i was very surprised <laughs> i was very surprised at that all those snowbirds man wow Made a right. made a little bit of difference because that was a great game. Sixty two yard field goal from yeah halftime. Yeah, wow, great game. Uh, are you going to talk about Max Williams later? No. Okay, so let's let's kind of go over that Max Williams. Yeah, he was a what big if... name that kept coming over the inter- or the PA yeah. or like he kept every time the Cardinals needed a big play. Right. Max Williams seemed like he was the one on the receiving end of that. Agreed. So if anybody is looking for a tight end, if you're in a deeper league, I'd start looking at Max Williams. Like his targets and stuff don't look. Great, like there was like five six, but he makes the most out of his opportunities. Right, I agree. Um, you know, he had seven receptions for ninety four yards last week, mm-hmm. and and in week one he had he has zero zero receptions, zero yards. I mean, does he is he even on the field? So he has seven receptions for ninety four yards last week, no touchdowns, but but that's huge. Yeah, and he's just a big boy, and he was going wherever he wanted. Yeah, I watched him. So he's he's a tight end out of Minnesota, right? The Gophers. Uh-huh. Uh. I, I I was watching him when he was playing for them. For some reason, I don't know why, but I thought he was going to be a stud. I thought he was like the next big tight end to to come out of college. And he just kind of, he's been in the league for three, four years. It might be that, you know, maybe just because we were at the game, we heard his name so much, but. No, dude, he had a great game. Yeah, he did. It was. 13.4 yard average. Without him, I don't think the Cardinals win on. I don't either. He had some big plays. Big plays. All right, so then uh, what else we got? Crystal ball, right? Yep. You got anything else for that? No, that's all I want to go okay. for now. So mine is going to be uh, – Las- I want to talk about Las Vegas. The Raiders, uh, this is my prediction, uh, they go to the AFC Championship this year. Wow, really? Yep. Uh, they Something about them. I really mm-hmm. like it. I really like them. I mean, Darren Waller, if he stays healthy, I think they have a legit chance. So they have a pretty easy schedule for the most part. I was looking just a little bit ago. They got a couple testers, though, in there. Like, they got a couple Chiefs games, Chargers, you know, coming sure. up. But they beat Baltimore in overtime, right? First game of the year, 33-27. to Then they go and beat Pitt, 26-17. to These are teams that are supposed to have great defenses, right? With Baltimore, 
I'm still not a big believer in Lamar Jackson yet. No. And, um, and I know how you feel about Pitt. So. Yeah, Pittsburgh, I'm, they just suck. They, I don't understand like how they win sometimes. Right. Because they're, they're a terrible team. I mean, you got to admit that. Yeah. So as far as Las Vegas making it to the Super Bowl, I still have a hard time believing that, that they're going to beat Kansas City, Cleveland, and uh, Baltimore. It's going to be tough. On top of Baltimore. Right. I think Baltimore is probably the fourth best. Yeah. I don't think they beat any of those top three teams. So so my prediction is that they're going 14-3. and three. I think they lose to, the, lose to the Chiefs twice, and I think they split with the Chargers. So by that logic then there, I don't see them getting past the Chiefs in the playoffs then. You don't think – right, but what if they're on opposite ends? True. And meet up in the AFC Championship, right? Well, they could, you know, they could meet earlier than that even. But they could, but I mean – but... Um, I don't know. I just don't believe in the Raiders, I guess, that as much as you do, right. maybe. But Yeah, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I just They're looking good right now. Obviously, it's an early, early, early prediction. We'll see how that pans out in the next few weeks. But, I, you know, first two games they won are, are good wins, I think. Yeah, AFC is definitely, definitely going to be interesting. And, I, honestly, I think those are really uh, strategic wins for them. You know what I mean? Like, those are great first week wins. They need those. For sure. Uh, we'll get into start and sit. Who do you got? Start and sit. For my quarterback, I have, let's see here, Daniel Jones going against Atlanta. Okay. He's been having a really good year so far. He is uh, averaging 35 attempts a game, throwing attempts, about 250 yards. You know, nothing great. You know, mm-hmm. It'll get you there. But his rushing, he's rushing 50 yards a game, averaging one touchdown a game. His legs are getting him a lot of points for seven fantasy teams. And Atlanta's defense... They've been trash all year. True. I think he's going to have a big game on Sunday. Okay. Who else you got? Justin Fields, rookie quarterback, going against Cleveland. Andy Dalton's out. If you're in a four-point touchdown league, I mean, like I said earlier, his rushing alone is worth a shot to start him. If you're in a deeper league, you need a, need a quarterback, Justin Fields might be a guy to throw in there. Okay. Um. So I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and jump in real quick, and I'm just going to give you my sit because you said to start Justin Fields is so- a this is where we'll get into a little disagreement. I my sit is Justin Fields because it is his first start, and I think Cleveland is their line, their defensive line is good enough to pressure him often. And I think he's going to have to if he is going to do anything, it's going to have to be with his legs. I don't think he's going to have any time in the pocket. And for a first start, a real NFL regular season game start, I just I just don't see it going too well. I mean, he might throw for one touchdown. But I think he's going to throw for two interceptions at least, maybe three. A little rookie jitters. And I think he might have a couple fumbles. Okay. Because he's he's a runner. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, young kid, maybe he won't even feel the pressure. Just yeah. Just go and, and fucking ball out. Now. Well, and that's the, other, that's the other side of the coin, too. Yeah, I could definitely see, you know, him being poised, you know, if he has that maturity. We'll have to see. But I just, I, for me, it's just one of those things where it's his first start. And I think Cleveland's defensive line is good enough to pressure him a lot. Oh, uh, you got for your sit? I got Taylor Heineke, Washington quarterback, okay. going against Buffalo. Buffalo just gives up the fourth fewest points against quarterbacks this year. Um, just tough matchup. I don't really have any other stats to back it up other than it's Washington going All against right. Buffalo. I mean, yeah, Buffalo blanked Miami. Yeah, last week. So I mean, you got to put that into perspective too. So yeah, I think that's a good sit for sure. I got Sam Darnold as my start versus Houston. Um, you know, for the year, two weeks, 50 for 73, 584 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. It's like, what, 60, 60, 
67, 68% completion percentage. So that's pretty decent. After agree with you on that one, I actually had Darnold as my start really? for a little bit. And then I, yeah. I backed off and stuck these other two in. But yeah, Darnold is definitely a decent start. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, that's tonight's game. So he's got good receivers. You know, Robbie Anderson and uh, McCaffrey. Well, yeah, McCaffrey, too. He's yeah. going to be a big factor in this game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. He might have another 14-target game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Myler starts Matt Ryan versus the Giants. Uh, he's been – okay, so he's thrown a lot. He's thrown 81 passes and only completed 58 of them, which isn't great. And he's only thrown for 464 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. But the Giants have given up 28.5 points per game. And they're giving up about 280 yards passing per game. So I think Matt Ryan has a big game. I think Pitts is going to be a good play here. Um, and uh, not Russell Gage, but the other one. Really? really? I think that's going to be, they're going to be big games for them. Okay. Running backs. Running backs. I got Tyson Williams from Baltimore going against okay. Detroit. He's had 11 fantasy points in the first two starts. His last two starts, I should say. Detroit, yeah. they allow the most fantasy points to running backs. Yeah, so I I think Tyson's just gonna have a good game. Yeah, he's been kind of he's been fairly impressive actually this yep. year. So I'm I'm not I'm not mad about that. Next one I got is Elijah Mitchell. I know he's on uh, might be he's injured on the list. Yep, but he's been getting a decent amount of volume, about 18 carries a game. Yeah, and Green Bay gives up the fourth most rushing yards in the whole league. So yeah, but I mean that's two weeks though too. Yeah, it is two weeks, but <clears throat> you know I mean. Obviously, those are the stats we have to go off of, but I just think Green Bay is a little bit better than they showed that first week, so I think their stats are a little bit fucked. Yeah. They're a little skewed. So, Yeah, again, the the players we're giving you guys are like for deeper deeper right. leagues and value picks. These aren't like Right. We're not going to tell stuff. you to start McCaffrey because if you don't start McCaffrey, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you should probably. You're always starting him. So why, why put time <laughs> and effort into telling you to start someone you're already going to start? Yeah. These are flex options mainly, you know? Uh, so your sit then? My sit, I have Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Okay, yeah. Dallas offense. Looking at the stats and stuff, Tony Pollard is a better option. Yep. Tony Pollard, you know, sixteen attempts for two hundred or one hundred and twenty-three yards and one touchdown. So he's he's got a seven point seven yard average per attempt. That's pretty damn good. That's got to be in the top probably of of running backs. I'd say at least top five for average yards. Elliott twenty-seven. Uh, attempts here for 104 yards and one touchdown, but that's a 3.9 average. That's trash. And then you go in and you get their receiving yards, right? So Pollard's like eight for eight uh, for what is he like 60 yards or something like that? No touchdowns. And then Zeke's like three for eight. Do you think four uh, for eight? Do you think defense have just figured out Zeke, or do you just think he's not that good? Man, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just not that good or if... Because if... it seems like this has been like a season long from last year right. to this year. Like, it's, he just hasn't been doing anything. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's just... The, the game in week one we watched, how many play actions they run where they faked it to him and threw the ball, you know? Yeah, how many... Like, how many... Was he going to... Right. So, Even is like he on... going to be... Is he going to be the next big name to be... Just forgotten? Forgotten, like Le'Veon Bell? He could be. I mean, I hate to say it. Because he's such a young guy, but it seems like he's trending to that way. That... Not even Le'Veon Bell. Look at uh, Todd Gurley. He's not even on a fucking team. True. That is true. What the hell? It was a <laughs> first, second round pick two, three years ago. Two years. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, I got so yeah. I also have Ezekiel for my sit and oh, my running backs. Really? Yeah. I, I. It's not looking good there. <laughs> they might use him for a trading pawn. I could see a team trading for him. You know, probably getting like a fourth rounder, maybe third yeah. rounder. Why not? Think he'd be worth third, third round, third round pick. Maybe. I think I think they might be able to sneak a second in there. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's still kind of a name, I guess. I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Let's keep an eye on that. My starts are uh, Devin Singletary for uh, versus Washington this week. Uh, Washington's given up 126 yards a game to running backs. Um, Singletary is definitely able to put that up. I think. Singletary didn't most of his yards last week come from a long touchdown run, though. Yeah, I think I think I believe he did have like a 70 yarder or something like that, a 50 yarder. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good matchup. I, I know you know we're talking Chase Young on the edge, but I think they can set it up. I think he's he's going to be able to get a few catches. He I think he only has three receptions, but I think I think he gets about three, at least three or four targets this game for receiving. And then I got Saquon Barkley. I'm going to take a chance on him this week. Saquon? Yeah, I'm going to take a chance on him versus Atlanta. They're giving up 127 yards a game to running backs, and I think this is going to be Saquon's breakout game. Yeah, I'm not quite ready to give up on Saquon just yet. You know, I was looking at our projections, and obviously, you know, we get a lot more points for bonuses and stuff like that, but he's projected almost 18 points in our league, which, I, th- I mean, that's weird. He hasn't given up more than 10. Yeah, I think in my standard league, he's about 13, 13 right. or 14 yeah. points. I mean, so, is... I mean, it's very interesting how they're, how they're projecting him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think this is going to be a good game for him. I think he, I think this is going to be his breakout game, and I think he starts to maybe find his little in a little AP season from that knee injury. Wide receivers, wide receivers. I got Rondell Moore from Arizona going against Jacksonville. You like the rookie? He has more targets than D Hop. You like the rookie, huh? I all like right. him. I think it'll be all right. It's a great matchup against a shitty Jacksonville defense. Yeah, I. It's a good matchup. Yeah, I think so too. I Rondell, like it too. If you're looking for a receiver, Rondell Moore's available. And here's the thing: you should pick him up. You know, with D Hop with this rib injury, right? What a better game! There's no better game to sit D Hop than this game to rest him. True, that is against true. Jacksonville. Why? Why even try? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't want to say that it's going to happen because I I have D Hop. He's you know my top receiver. That's going to suck for me, big yeah. time. But. Man. As far as them as Arizona is a uh, yeah a team. what a, what yeah. a great opportunity they, they can give a they can give yeah. a break. great opportunity here for them uh, who else you got uh, for my other start is going to be Odell Beckham Jr. is you're back gonna, you're going to go with OBJ in the OBJ. start okay. I think they're going to force feed him because Landry's gone yeah they got him back they're going to force it to him right uh, Bears you can give up a ton of big plays this year yeah yeah they're uh, they're giving up a lot of yardage for for passing. For sure. Yeah, OBJ's got the personality where he's not going to want to ease in. He's going to want to go going to want to go full bore. True. So he's two and a half weeks. I just read this actually. He's two. So he's two and a half weeks ahead of schedule right now. So his his their goal when he had knee surgery back in November mm-hmm. was eleven months. So he's two and a half weeks ahead of schedule right now, which is great for him. Hopefully, with Landry out, he gets some targets. You know, that's the other thing. How much are they actually going to use him? Because they got Higgins. They have. Um, Joku, Joku. They have Hooper. Like, how much are they actually going to use him? See, that's the thing. I'm not sure. Or, uh, like, or are they going to be in a position where they have to use him? I think they're going to have to because uh, I don't know. I just feel like OBJ is the type of player that he is going to command the ball. Whether or not he's coming back from from an injury, he's not going right. to want to ease in. He's going to want the ball. Right. You know, let's let's fucking go. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good point too. But I mean, you know, essentially it's kind of up to the training staff, you know, so and the coaching staff. So yeah, I I could see him playing. I think he's going to play about fifty five percent of the snaps. That's not so bad for his first time back. So if he plays fifty five percent of the snaps, how many targets do you think he actually gets? Because Mayfield is not throwing that much. Fifty five snaps, I'd say he gets four targets. Four targets, okay. If he plays fifty five snaps, yeah, or fifty five percent of the snaps, I mean. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. Yeah, he he loves to come across the field a lot too on his routes. So I I think he's gonna. I can see four targets. I think he catches all of them, and I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him eighty two yards. Wow, on four catches. Nice. Yeah, with with one touchdown actually. Because I I think he. So you're assuming one out. of them's gonna be a decently yep. long pass. Then. Yep, little red zone action. Okay. Just get him back in the mix. I like, hope so. I mean, I like five yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And I think the league's better when he's good too. Like, you, agree. You need characters like you need players like that. Oh, for sure. Uh, let's see. Do you have a sit? I do. Uh, DJ Chark. Okay. Jacksonville yeah. going against Arizona. He's only been targeted four times when they were trailing last week. When they, you know, he, he was supposed to be one of their top receivers. Yeah. He's basically the third option now on that team behind Marvin Jones and Lavisca Chenault. Yeah, Lavisca Chenault, Marvin Jones. See, I was actually gonna sit. Jones this week too, just mm-hmm. because they're playing Arizona. Yeah, but that defense is stout. Yeah, and I just uh, Trevor Lawrence just isn't cutting it this year for me. You know, as far as his rookie campaign, and I, and I said this before before the season even started, Jacksonville's old line is garbage. Yeah, I feel I kind of feel bad for anybody that drafted DJ Chark. If you listen to me, what I said because I was really high on DJ. Yeah, and he's just not panning out. Yeah, he's not really. Uh, I got Brandon Cooks as a start this uh, for tonight's game. I'm I'm kind of high on tonight's game for for players, even with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to have to throw if he stays healthy tonight. Uh, yeah, they're they're going to have to throw. Listen to this crazy. Well, okay, so he's 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 14 of 21 targets for 210 yards and one touchdown so far. So he's he's been thrown to 21 times already. Okay, so- two weeks, so he's averaging what, ten and a half. I think game? you're. I think you're forgetting that Carolina just fucking blanked uh, Miami last week. No, that was, was Buffalo. Oh yeah, it was Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, that was bu- Buffalo. But Carolina did win last week. Yeah. But I'm not saying Carolina's not going to blow him out. But he's going to have some targets. They're going to have to throw. They can't just give the ball to fucking Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay and. So how many times do you think uh, David Johnson does Mills throws this week uh, tonight? A lot. I think he throws at least at least forty times. Forty. Yep. Holy shit! That's asking a lot from a rookie in his first start, man. So so listen to this, Brandon Cooks. Even after the injury to Tyrod last week, he he still walked away with fourteen targets last week. That's insane. So Mills is still throwing it to him. That's what I'm saying. I think he's gonna have a lot of targets. I think he still goes over 100 yards. Maybe no touchdowns, but I think he still goes over 100 yards. Okay. And then I got Jamar Chase as my next start versus Pitt. I'm really, really high on the rookie. He's been, he's been showing out. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh's given up 313 yards per game on passing. Wow. 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 Chase, uh, he's 7 on 11, uh, seven, tar- 7 receptions for eleven on 11 targets, 155 yards, and he got two touchdowns. So he's, he's had a touchdown each game, each week. So – I mean, that projection is looking pretty nice for at least a touchdown. Yeah, they're looking from obviously in the red zone. So, right. I mean, uh, do you think he is the number one receiver now over T. Higgins? 
Yes, and so here's the other thing. T. Higgins is questionable, right? Yeah. So where's my Cincinnati notes? Uh, T. Higgins is questionable with the shoulder, and he did not participate yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see if what that report is today for them. And, and they play – so, yeah, they play Pittsburgh. So he's going to have to kind of show up, you know what I mean? I, I think I think this is going to be a good game for Jamar for sure. My sit, though, is Debo Samuel from uh, – San Francisco. I think. I think, you know. I think his first game. He's so he's the number one receiver for San Francisco right now. But they're playing Green Bay. Like I said before, I think Green Bay. Their first game. You just you just can't take anything away from that. I think it's just a fluke. Yeah, it was just one of those games. It's so they're playing Green Bay. Yep. Now he's so Debo Samuel's got a, 282 yards receiving. He's leading San Francisco, but 189 of those yards came in the first week. So 189 yards he had in the first week. And 79 of that was on one play. One play. So it's just basically. So he's basically got about 100 yards. So San Francisco just really isn't that good then. Right. I just don't think they're as good as. I don't think Debo Samuel's as good as he's putting down on paper. That's what I was saying earlier. I think people got to look a little deeper into the stats. Yeah, yeah, they might have 289, but how many were a big play or how many? Right. And I think that's, you know, like last week when I was talking about, was it Chark? And yeah. he had like twelve targets, but only had four receptions. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, stuff like that. Uh, tight ends. What do you got? Uh, I got Dallas Goddard going against Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they give it the six most points against tight ends. Uh-huh. Uh, and I anticipate this one just be a high scoring game. So yeah, I think Goddard's gonna be in. You know, I, I see like seven, eight targets going his way. Maybe really? catching six of them, especially with Ertz, right? So yep. Ertz is what? <clears throat> Ertz is oh yeah, COVID. He's out. Yeah, yeah. he's out. <clears throat> so yeah, he'll get. All his share too, I can see that for sure. I didn't even think about that. That's a good. That's a good pick. Yeah. For my sit, I got uh, Dawson Knox from Buffalo going against uh, Washington. Yeah. He's only getting three targets a game. I thought he was going to be a like great, great tight. I shouldn't say great, great, but I thought he's going to be a really good tight end. Right. That you could you know, possibly you know get in mid rounds, you know, get some decent points. Dawson Knox just has not produced the way people thought he was going to. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. Who did he play for before Cincinnati? Like when he first came in the league? I don't remember. Or was it Miami? I'm not sure. Shit, I can't remember either. But yeah, with, with Josh Allen throwing, you should be getting some targets yeah. and getting yourself open. He's not. Yeah, I agree. He's literally not even part of the offense, if you think about it. Just more of a blocker. It's kind of funny you have that, that game, though, because for my sit, I have Logan Thomas. Really? Yep. Buffalo's only given up 60 total yards to tight ends in two games. 60 total yards? And zero touchdowns to wow. tight ends. That's against Miami and Jasicki. So and and, and Jasicki's pretty tough, too. Right, and who did they play the first game? Damn it. Um, I'm not I sure on remember. that one. Uh, I might, yeah, I yeah, can't but remember. Gusecki but is definitely a, a formidable tight end. Yeah. They, so, like you said they, earlier, they blanked the Dolphins. Right. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't trust Logan Thomas on this one, especially with Heineke. Uh, then I, my starting tight end, though, I got David Njoku versus Chicago. Okay. Uh, he's leading... The team with receiving yard or receiving yards, which is weird. Uh, this guy was barely even playing last year, you know. Yeah. Hooper. Have you ever seen Njoku like uh, like follow him on Instagram or like Twitter or anything? Uh. Uh-uh. He is just a physical specimen. Yeah, he is a beast. He's he's a. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He is a beast. Yeah, like you looking at him, you think, "Holy shit, this guy's gonna tear everybody up." But... Yeah, no shit. Um. So he's leading. He's leading Cleveland with. Uh, eight, f- 
five five receptions on eight targets for 94 yards. So he's leading leading in yards. Um, Baker spread the ball out a lot. I noticed while I was looking up these stats. Is Baker is Cleveland going to be like the New Orleans Saints a couple years ago, where you couldn't trust any of their Maybe. players? They scored yeah. a lot of points, but yeah. it was to like Meacham this week and then could be Michael Thomas this week, right? Um, and and Chicago has given up 240 yards per game, so uh, that's I think Joku has a, at least four or five targets with with close to 80 yards receiving. Bold predictions. All right. Well, let's go over over last week's recap. Okay. I said Jameis Winston was going to throw another five touchdowns against Carolina. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. Yeah. Rough he game. had a rough day. 111 mm. yards, threw two picks. No, he threw no for 111 yards. 111 yards. Holy shit. Jameis is doing Jameis things again. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, that's rough. I had really high hopes, and Jameis is starting to shit the bed. True. And then my other pick was Devontae Adams going to break his uh, target and receptions record. Yeah. Didn't break the target record, he but he did have eight receptions on nine targets, which was pretty. That's pretty good. Pretty that's decent. Good. That's heavy volume. 120, 121 yards. Didn't get any touchdowns, but I mean, he got you the yards and the receptions. So I mean, you, you still did decent if you had, you know, Adams. Right. Rogers. I said Rogers wasn't gonna be embarrassed again, and I was right on that. Yeah, that's true. Two hundred fifty-five yards, four touchdowns. I don't think he'll no be picks. embarrassed again this whole year. No, the rest he, of this year. I think like that pissed him off. Yeah, he's he's out to prove something now. Yeah, for sure. He, you know, what I what I think it is. And if if this is obviously this is gonna be a crazy little conspiracy theory I'm gonna de- dive down, but uh, and if it is this way, like what a sneaky little bastard! But uh, you know, with all this stuff that goes on with Green Bay this this off season, with him not even wanting to play and all that bullshit, you know, what if he threw that first game? What if he did fucking uh, you know Paul Crew a maybe? But I don't think as a professional athlete right. that you're gonna. Prove a point in that way. I think you'd do it a different way. I don't think you'd true. intentionally lose a game. True, true. I, you, you know, you know, you and I both being athletes, you you know, there's no way you're ever gonna throw a game. You know, there's no right. Way. But let's just say he did. If he did, that's some if that's he, some petty shit. Yeah. If man. he did, I would look at him very differently. Right. If I ever found you out know, that he did it purposely, if he did purposely throw that a little bit, and and then he comes back this week to say, hey, listen, assholes, this is why you need me. You know, this is why I'm asking you. What I'm asking, you know, what I'm asking you for. True, I don't know. And then the other thing that I look at is that it's so hard to win in the NFL that I don't think you can stand to lose any game. True, true. Like to make it, look, yeah, you know, yeah. Like you're not trying to lose it. Well, that too, but like playoff implications and stuff. Like because every game counts for true. something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like I just, I think he just played really fucking shitty. And yeah. the Packers almost felt vindicated. Like, oh yeah, maybe we did make the right choice. Right, and yeah. then he was like, "Fuck you guys." Yep. And came back and played like that in week two. I think, like you said, I think he's gonna have a hell of a year the rest of the year. Okay. I hate to say it because my bikes are probably gonna get pounded, but here we are. Yeah, this will be. Who do they play? They play San Fran. That'll be a good game for them to kind of put. You know, have people see where they actually stand in the, in the yeah. rankings. So I guess last week I was, uh, I was half right. I guess right. one and one maybe. Yeah, last week I said Herbert was gonna throw for three hundred thirty yards and four touchdowns at least, and. Yeah, it was a little off. Uh, <laughs> 31 for 34. He, th- he did throw for 338 yards, but only one touchdown and two two interceptions. That actually did not go the way I thought it was going to go. That I, game. I thought it was going to be a really high-scoring game. I did, too. I thought with all those players out for Dallas, I thought Herbert was going to just torch them. But he did not. What do you got for your this week's, though? Uh, this week I got uh, Quez Watkins, receiver for Philadelphia. He's going to have seven receptions for 105 yards on Monday Night Football. Dallas has a terrible defense. 
Okay. I think the unknown receiver is going to become known. Yeah. Or that's very so. If you made it this far in the show and you're still listening, and if Quez Watkins is available, you might want to hide him at the bottom of your bench right now. Yeah. Oh boy, uh, what made you pick this guy? I looked at the highlights from last week. Yeah, and then I was looking at his matchup for this week. It just made sense. Oh boy, I listen. I might have to give you a dumb bitch on this one. <laughs> I don't let's know hear it. This let's hear you it. You dumb bitch. I, listen, I don't know where the hell you even pulled this guy's name out from. Like, what kind of fucking magic trick is this? Who? Quez Watkins. Exactly. No one knows. It might be Quez. I don't know. Quez uh, looks like. Listen, I, yeah, that's a rough one. It, that one's. You're getting a dumb bitch for that one. For sure. <laughs> no, first one for the year. That guy first is. one. Uh, you got any other ones? Uh, Carolina defense gives up zero touchdowns to the Texans. Might be a couple field goals. I can see that. Zero touchdowns tonight. I can tonight. see that, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely see that. <laughs> I can see Christian McCaffrey not even playing the fourth quarter. It's going to be that bad. Oh, yikes. What do you got? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game against Detroit. 200, at least 220 yards passing, one touchdown, zero interceptions. 135 yards rushing with two touchdowns. 135. 135 yards rushing. Uh, Detroit is giving up 269 yards per game passing. With They've given up six touchdowns. Six passing touchdowns. It's three a game with zero interceptions. I can see the 250 passing yards, but I don't see 130 rushing yards. Okay, so they've only given up 113 yards uh, per game rushing, uh, but they've given up three touchdowns. So those, those short yardage... Red zone touchdowns that Lamar likes to get. Mm-hmm. He likes to vulture. I think he's getting two touchdowns, but I think he runs. He's a better runner. 135 yards rushing this game. Interesting. I don't, yeah. I don't see I it. It's going to be a big, right. big game for Lamar. My next one is Jamar Chase. I love this kid. I think he goes seven for nine this week. 154 yards receiving and at least one touchdown. Mm. With T. Higgins doubtful. With T. Higgins doubtful. Yeah, I could see that. They're going to have to force feed him, but yet again, they might double coverage. Right. Playing Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh not that great. Yeah. They're giving up like 240, I think. So That'll be interesting. Okay, yeah. Actually, I have that stat up on top. Pittsburgh's giving up 313 yards passing. But they're going basically against a rookie quarterback and... A rookie receiver. Yeah, but I think, like you said, Pittsburgh's defense, I think they're overrated. They are. But... It's still in the I think NFL. the Bengals win this game. Handedly, or do you think it's going to be... By at least nine points. Okay. Yeah, and it's going to be in Pittsburgh. But I think I think Bengals win this one. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for episode four, yeah, right? Episode, episode four. four. Yeah. Week three of the NFL. You know, like we've said many times, you know, if you have any questions about anybody that you're having trouble with uh, as far as starting... If you're trying to decide on somebody, you know, if you know us, just throw us a text or whatever, and we'll talk about it on air. All right, if everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, see you next week.